Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond the Trail, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. Each week I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Well, hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Beauty Beyond Betrayal. I'm your host, Lisa Limehouse, and I'm excited to be back here with you. I am getting ready to embark on some brand new material with you ladies. We're going to look at different ways trauma affects us, how it affects our brain, how it affects our emotional system, our nervous system, how it affects our bodies. And we're going to do that over the course of a few podcasts. So stay tuned. This is going to be really fabulous. But first, I want to tell you, I launched my free coaching group, Life Redesigned with Lisa, June the 6th. And ladies, it has been a fabulous week. We went through our kickoff for the five-day workshop, Beauty Beyond Betrayal, learning the uh, seasons of betrayal, how it affects us, who to turn to, who can we speak to and trust, all the things, and it's been marvelous. Listen, you can still get in. This is a free community. This is my gift to you as a way to help you on your journey when you are first starting out with betrayal, but It's also for women who have been stuck for a while. So if this is you, you need to be a part of it. We would love to have you as a part of the tribe. Listen, the link to join the group is below in the show notes. Just click on that. We'll get you in the group. It's on Facebook. You can join the journey with us. This is a safe group, non-triggering. If there's anything that I speak of in there that might be borderline triggering, I always let you know ahead of time. And ladies, this is a safe encouraging environment. We don't go in here and bash. We are here to help one another heal and become whole in our journey from betrayal trauma. We would love to have you. So click on that link in the show notes below and make sure to get over there with us. We'd love to have you as a part of the tribe. All right, ladies, today we are going to look at the many faces of trauma. Have you ever thought about that? There are different faces to trauma. And it's just a way of saying that there are things that we deal with when we've been traumatized by betrayal that we might not realize are actually symptoms or faces, so to speak, of the trauma from the betrayal that has incurred in our life. So today we're going to look at that. There's there's quite a few of them. So I want to run those down with you really, really quick and give you something to think about today um, to see where you are in your journey and if you're dealing with any of these. So one of the very first phases of trauma is you're dealing with decreased patience. 
This is where you've become unreasonable and or demanding. Now listen, I'm not bashing anyone. I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. Beautiful, this is a trauma response. And for me, I have always been extremely patient. I was known as being the upbeat one, the one who was very positive and very patient. And, you know, when I first entered into this betrayal trauma journey, that decreased majorly. I'm just being honest with you. I uh, became very unreasonable at times. I was quick to become negative. I was quick to be demanding because... Again, it's a trauma response and it's a way of protecting ourselves. So if you've noticed that, there is a face of trauma there. The next one is taking on everything and all at once, all by yourself, right? You've realized that trust has been broken. Security has been shattered in this relationship. You know, when we get into a relationship and we say our wedding vows before God and and all of our family and friends, we've entered into not just a love relationship, but a trust relationship. And we've also entered into a relationship where there is supposed to be lifelong security. You can rest assured that, you know, your loved one has your back and that they are going to protect you. They are going to watch over you. They are going to help provide for you. They are going to be there through thick and thin. And all of a sudden, it's been shattered. And so now there's a difficulty when it comes to trusting and and delegating tasks to somebody because you can't trust that they'll do it because you're dealing with a lot of trust issues and security issues. So you have a tendency to take on everything. I'll do it myself. You know, have you ever said that? I know that I'm guilty of that. I, I, I deal with control anyway. Um, and this is something I constantly have to work on in my life. So for me, uh, when this happened, I definitely became a control freak. I wanted to control everything and I wanted to do it all myself. But again, it was one of the faces of trauma. Next is feeling responsible for everyone. You know, now you want to protect your family. You want to protect your clients, your employees, your teammates. You're hoping for the best for everyone involved, even yourself, but you're expecting the worst. And you feel responsible. In other words, you're also feeling responsible when it comes to the portrayal. So you're taking that on. You're taking the responsibility of the betrayal on yourself. And, and you know, when you look at your family, you say, I am so sorry that this has happened, you know, or to your, you know, your, your teammates at work or whatever. You know, you find yourself constantly apologizing and, and making sure that you are taking the responsibility of everything that happened. No beautiful It's not your responsibility. You didn't cause it and you didn't do it. So that's his responsibility and it needs to stay in his lane, not yours. The next one is numbing out and or binging. Now this can be with food, alcohol, drugs, uh, social media, work, sex, uh, exercise, anything that increases your adrenaline. You know, when when this just happened to me, uh, when it first happened to me, you know, I found myself wanting, I used to run a lot, and I found myself just wanting to run. I wanted to run and run and run and run, and I wanted to work out, and all of a sudden now, 
um, I, I didn't binge eat, but I became a workaholic. I was working 70 plus hours a week and didn't think twice about it. My family never saw me, but it was a way to numb out so that I didn't have to think about the betrayal, to think about what had happened or even to deal with it in that manner. You know, it was always in the back of my mind, but if I could just stay ahead of it by numbing out or by binging Netflix or whatever, I could stay ahead of it. Then there is hypervigilance. This is where it shows up as anxiety, perfectionism, uh, looking to be preoccupied once again, like I was just talking about, repeatedly questioning people um, all the time about things. So you're hypervigilant about everything, right? Everything's just got to be just so. Um, because, you know, you've been in this state of trauma. You've been traumatized. So it's it's kind of like you want to make sure everything is just right. That's hypervigilance. Um, then there is a neediness that sometimes we get into. Um, neediness can be that all of a sudden you are needing more affection. You're needing to maybe even, um, you know, be with friends more. Or ladies, this is, you know, this is sensitive but a lot of times we can even enter into needing sex now i know that sounds crazy to some of you but it is a control thing and it's a trauma response it's not unusual i want you to understand that there's nothing wrong with you if you feel that way um but it is it is this desire this need to feel close to the one who betrayed you it's this this vicious uh, two sides of the coin, so to speak, where you want to push them away. You don't want anything to do with them, but you want to draw them in close and you want to be with them. This is a neediness. And you know, a lot of times coaches or counselors miss this. They miss this as a, as a face of trauma. They don't recognize. Then there's fatigue or massive exhaustion. This is where you feel incapable of doing what under normal circumstances would be a normal daily routine. Making the bed, fixing dinner, getting the kids off to school, working an eight-hour day, whatever it is, your normal daily activities, but all of a sudden you feel incapable to even accomplish them and you're not making any progress in some of them whatsoever. You're exhausted. This comes from the brain being overloaded, overstressed, derailed. Your amygdala is on high alert. You're in that fear mode, that uh, fight, freeze, and um, flee mode. And, you know, it taxes your brain, it taxes your emotions, and it taxes your body. And it wears you out. That's the fatigue and exhaustion. Then there's insomnia. This is where you're running your to-do list in your head in the middle of the night. Like you can't sleep. You either can't get to sleep and it's like little minutes here and there all night long and you feel like you've not slept at all because your brain just doesn't shut off. Or you might fall asleep, but then all of a sudden you're waking up. 
you know, three, four, five times in the middle of the night because your brain is on overload. You know, you get emotional in the middle of the night. You find it hard to go back to sleep. You may be having nightmares or night terrors. This is all a part of the faces of trauma. Then there's the face of detachment. This is where you become very apathetic or aloof. It's like people will tell you things and where you used to be very empathetic when you would hear a story of someone going through a hard time, you feel nothing, absolutely nothing. You're numb. And people ask you sometimes, well, how do you feel about so-and-so? Or what do you want to do about so-and-so? And you're like, I don't know. I feel nothing. This is detachment. And you're aloof about it all. And beautiful, this is a survival mechanism. You know, the Bible talks about um, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And God made our brains to be this incredible machine that protects us. And it can go into this survival mode for a time, a short period of time, where we can keep moving through the trauma. However, if we get stuck in the survival mode, it can be debilitating. And it can cause us to not only dysregulate in our nervous system, our immune system, our brain, our emotional uh, capacity, but it also can cause a state of dis-ease and cause our body to become ill. We can uh, fall under many sicknesses. This is what happened to me, and I spent four days in a cardiac unit in the hospital because I was carrying the trauma for so long I got stuck in survival, and it became too much for my body. Another one is feeling scattered. Feeling scattered. This is where you become forgetful, unfocused, and ungrounded. Listen, beautiful, I remember during this time, I would say, where in the world are my keys to my car? And I'd look down and they would be in my hand. Or I would say, where are my glasses? And I would look all around my apartment for them and they would be on top of my head. <laughs> you know, I was losing things. I was forgetting things. You know, I would be talking to my family or my daughters and I, you know, they would say, mom, don't you remember that we just talked about that? Because I would have said the same story over again that I just talked to them about the day before. And I couldn't remember. I became forgetful. Why does that happen? Because your brain has been derailed. And when we suffer trauma, it affects the brain and causes the brain to react in a different manner. And we're not able to cognitively think clearly, reason properly, or make intellectual decisions. It hinders that for a time. We also become very unfocused. It's very difficult for us to focus on some of the smallest of tasks. You know, we may all of a sudden think to ourselves, do I have ADHD? I'm all over the place. You know, you, you're, you're in the middle of a project and you find now that you have, you know, 10 tabs open on your computer and you're going down a rabbit hole of social media and it's two hours later. You become extremely unfocused. Then there's difficulty articulating. <laughs> Boy, do I remember this. Uh, you can't put into words how you're feeling, what your needs are, what your goals or your plans are, etc. People will ask you, you know, can you tell me how you're feeling? I don't know. Well, well, what do you need? I don't know. Um, well, what would you like to have happen? I don't know. You can't articulate it or 
you start to speak and you find yourself stammering and stuttering or you're mid-sentence and you forget what you're saying. Again, your brain has been affected and it's hard to articulate. The last one I want to talk about is increased agitation. This is where frustration builds tremendously. You become easily frustrated at the smallest thing. Things that used to never irritate you now do. You notice that you have anxiety at the drop of a hat. And the smallest of things can cause anxiety. Or you can just be driving down the road and and have a panic attack. For And it's like, what caused it? It just hits you beautiful. I know I had to pull off the side of the road a number of times because it felt like my world was closing in. It felt like um, everything was going to go black. I remember that vividly. I became very short. Negative emotions started to rise within me. Where I used to be very positive, now I gravitated towards the negative. And people would call me on it and they'd say, Elisa, this is just not you. And beautiful, I want to tell you the same thing. If you are going through this, it's just not you. What is going on is you have been traumatized and these are the faces of trauma that we have hit our lives when betrayal has happened, when broken trust has incurred and the security of our life has been shattered. Now, beautiful, I want to tell you that sometimes coaches and counselors or therapists, they sometimes miss these faces when they're when they're speaking with their clients. They miss things like projection. And what I mean by that is um, you are, you know, playing out your stuff and probably, you know, you're, you're just kind of making it more than it is. You're very dramatic. In other words, drama is a way of acting out trauma. It's not necessarily a bad thing. And I want you to understand that. But most coaches and most tra- therapists or counselors dismiss when women are overdramatic and they don't see it as a roadmap to decipher the trauma of what's going on in their bodies. They're not they're not picking it up. But when we're over dramatic about the smallest things, it's a way of acting out the trauma that we feel deep within. Maybe you're isolating or ghosting. This is often misinterpreted as a lack of commitment or a lack of interest. You know, you've pulled back. You know, you're you're not speaking to family and friends as much anymore. And family and friends and your therapist or your counselor or your coach, they're they're saying, Oh, well, you're just not committed to your healing. You're not you're there's a lack of interest in your healing. They're missing the fact that this is a trauma response. And a trauma informed coach is gonna pick up on that. They're also going to pick up on the fact that sometimes you can get passive aggressive. You can, one minute, you can, you know, put the blame on um, somebody who is not even involved in this circumstance. But it's like you've got to have blame cast everywhere because you don't know what to do in the circumstance that you're in. Yes, you blame him for sure, but you've also blamed yourself and in it, you need to blame somebody else. And it's a passive aggressiveness that we show and it's it's a face of trauma that people sometimes misinterpret 
Again, this is a trauma response beautiful. And I want you to know that this is normal. This is why it's so important to either find a a counselor or a therapist or a coach who is trauma-informed. One who understands the signs, the symptoms, the many faces of trauma, who can help you to then realize it and help you to start using somatic techniques that are going to release the grief and the loss and the trauma from your brain, emotions, and your body. And especially a Christian therapist, counselor, or coach. One who recognizes that God is our healer and that he desires our healing and wholeness more than we do. And they are going to rely on him to help you in your journey of healing. They partner with God to help you to become who you were created to be, to become healed and whole so you can live a joy-filled life full of purpose again and free from the trauma that you've endured. And beautiful, if that's what you're looking for, then we need to talk. (laughs) I would love to help you in your journey. Um, Being trauma-informed and really trusting God in this is exactly where I come from, and I would love to help you. The first way that you can get started is to go to that link in the show notes below and to click on it and to join my free coaching community. There you can join the tribe of women that we've started pulling together. June the 6th is when this opens, so it's only been open a few days. This is where a tribe of women are coming together in a free community, and we are beginning that journey together to make sure that we can be free from the trauma and that we can live on purpose again. We can live vivaciously and passionately and be all that God has created us to be, and we would love to have you. So click on the link below and join us, won't you? We'd love to have you again. So ladies, look for another episode soon. We are going to talk more about how trauma affects our brain and our body so we can educate you and equip you to get free from this and to be the woman that God created you to be. Love you lots, ladies. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast, and I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.